0: Welcome to... I'm a sophisticated so can you, the show that engages with the canon so you don't have to.
1: I'm one of your hosts, Sydney. And
0: I'm another of your hosts, Anthony. Sydney changed the intro last time, but it's been a few weeks since we last recorded. I didn't
1: like... (laughs) I didn't like that we were... I felt like we were stuck, and I felt like I was always another of your hosts, which I guess is fair because I don't do any work in post. (laughs) Ha ha ha! I remember feeling that way several weeks ago. Okay, and then um, I don't know. I just wanted to
0: shake it up. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fine. After eighteen months, I'm fine switching from I don't know one why this to is another so funny one. To me, right? Uh, okay, this is a
1: very special episode.
0: Yes, this is. This is one that actually comes by request from several people on TikTok. Yes, which thank you. And by request of our own deep and abiding obsession that has. Consumed at least my life for the better part of the last month and a half and oh, drove yeah. in my wife absolutely crazy. Yeah, it
1: just really shaped our relationships, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: And we are, of course, talking about season 10 of Vanderpump Rules. Yes. a Hashtag Scandaval. Hashtag Scandaval. Uh, or as I've been referring to it in my head all day, Mr. Ariana and the Bambi-Eyed Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's cute. Yeah. Thank you. Interestingly it's fair to say that you have been a Bravo fan par excellence since basically the beginning of Bravo's Andy Cohen cinematic universe.
1: Yes. And, and I would say not to toot my own horn, but I, I do think that I was ahead of the curve on like, taking it seriously Mm -hmm. do you know what i mean like considering when okay so when i say bravo i'm talking about the housewife i was very focused on just the housewives but i think now there is kind of a lot of since bitch sesh really i think it's it's become more normalized to think of it as like discursive Yes, (laughs) like an area i just got out of that mindset a little earlier than a lot of people i think like is this pure escapism. And I still talk now to many Bravo fans who look at it as like, like something to just turn off the mind and mm-hmm. imagine something else or something to watch where you, you're watching people that you hate. Right. Um, for some reason, which I don't know why anyone would do that, but people claim that that's what they're doing. I think that they're just lying. Most right. of them. Mm-hmm. But yeah, looking at it as like something like, like a, t- an, a text worth yeah. examining <laughs> a timely text.
0: Yeah, and I am a pandemic convert to the housewives, but I feel like I have made up for lost time with sheer intensity. Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I mean, it was just really hard for me to live in a household without another Bravo fan. I've never really done it before, so mm-hmm. I just kind of had to make one. Yeah, well, you made two. To I be did. Fair. I did. Well, and I I started with your sister. That's true. That's I got her first. That's very true cuz you guys had more
0: time. <laughs> yeah, because we didn't have jobs. The pandemic was hard, yeah. guys. The pandemic was hard. It
1: was a tough time, but I I am proud of that. Uh, I don't know if she still watches, but I love getting a uh, youth yeah. on board because I I feel
0: like like Housewives is really a, a millennials game. I think the only reason my sister wouldn't regularly watch is if she didn't have Peacock. But right. I bring that up to say you were never really a Vanderpump Rules fan.
1: No, I was not. I didn't, I I remember when, how they tried to hook me in. I also didn't watch Jersey Shore, which at the time was, like, pretty, like, the one to beat. And I sort of decided early on that I wasn't very interested in, like, will they or won't they stories right. in this format. Or, like, I don't know, the cast of Vanderpump, to me, was uh, was, their life experience was very close to my own, kind of. But they were... They were just, like, a little bit older and also their lives were trash in this way that was, like, kind of uninteresting to me. And the big questions were, like, did Jax make out with whoever the fuck in Cabo, Mm -hmm. right? like, the day before or the day after he and Stassi went on a break? Like, I don't know. And, like, as someone who doesn't experience very much sexual jealousy, it was just, like, I just, like, really didn't give a shit about right. anything that they were trying to serve me. And I just kind I dipped out. <laughs> you dipped out. <laughs> I dipped out. I dipped out. Um,
0: <laughs> you're welcome. I, that was a good one.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I, I just, yeah, I just, I dipped, I dipped out early. I wasn't, it wasn't for me, but I was surrounded by people who I just didn't, I watched the housewives and like, I just didn't tune in for Vanderpump rules, but I, I was surrounded by other housewives fans who did and so I've always kind of known like the major players. Mm-hmm. Um, and whenever anyone comes to visit me in LA from my old life, they always want to go to Tom-Tom or whatever. Mm-hmm. So like I've sort of known it took me a really long time to learn Tom Schwartz's face. He has like a nothing face to me, and I have a yes. face issue. Yes. So, like, I know who Tom Sandoval is. I mean, now I know who everyone is, but, like, I had that for a while, and Tom Schwartz was always just this kind of
0: this, like, this, like... Amorphous noodle blob?
1: Yeah, yes. Yeah. And that was hard for me, and then the women were always changing their hair, so I, I had and an idea... And if they're Kristen
0: Doty, also changing their face. <laughs> yeah.
1: So I had... Yeah, which is... Yeah. I had kind of an idea of, like, the vibe, mm-hmm. but I was not... A regular watcher, and then when this thing broke, I just was like, "Oh, I think we might need to dip back in." Yes, we might need to dip back in because the parts that I was like ever sort of aware of tangentially were like the things that were that were setting this up, like these mm-hmm. relationships that have failed now. Yes, or. Are- Yeah. I would say failed. Yeah. (laughs) A relationship ended is not necessarily a relationship failed, but I think in this This case, case, yes, (laughs) I remember the beginnings of this. Right. And so, yeah, it, it just seemed important to me as to be just like culturally literate. It seemed so close to my
0: wheelhouse. So I feel like there are two kinds of people listening to this right now. There are longtime listeners who are like, what the fuck are you talking about? Sure. And then there are Vanderpump listeners who were like, yes, yes, get to it. I want to know your opinions. Yeah. So what happened was, in this particular season of Vanderpump Rules... There is a relationship between two characters. We're going to introduce a lot of characters, and we're going to use them. Yeah. As you said to also, one of our friends a couple weeks ago.
1: Yes. Also, two of them are named Tom, and I'm sorry. There's nothing we can do about that.
0: Yeah. There's, they're both Tom S, too, so we're just going to call them Schwartz and Sandoval.
1: Yes. I also have found, in trying to bring people in on this, I have found it useful to call them Asshole Tom and Worm Tom. Great. Because it differentiates, the, like, they're both shitty, mm-hmm. but in kind of different ways. Ways and it's it, it it hooks people.
0: Sure. <laughs> Great. So this season was filmed as the aftermath of the divorce of Tom Schwartz, aka Worm Tom, Worm Tom. And his wife Katie. Yes. They had been together since the show began. Yes. They had gotten married a couple years ago. They got divorced in the off season and Basically, they had one rule if they wanted to remain friends after divorce, which was don't hook up with anyone in the friend group. Yeah. That was the rule. No
1: rebounding in the friend group, which in Bravo parlance means no one in the cast.
0: Right. No one in the main cast. Yeah. At the same time, there is this woman, Raquel, who is in the main cast, who Worm Tom, Tom Schwartz, Mm -hmm. is clearly interested in. And their friends are all pushing them to somehow find a way to be together. And that becomes kind of the storyline of the season. Yes, yeah, will of the, there or will the,
1: Yeah, some of the friends. Are, yes, exactly what I said 10 years ago I didn't want from the show is what the season was. But I, it turns out I did want it. So, yes, yeah, some of the friends are like, you guys should totally make out. That would be so cute. Like, what a nice, like, story. And little Worm Tom, because he's a worm, is like, Yeah, maybe we should. And some of the friends are like, literally, Katie
0: asked you for one thing. Right. And because of the way that the relationship dynamics in the cast work, don't hook up with anyone in the friend group roughly translates to don't hook up with Raquel or Lala, the only other single person in the cast at the time. Yes,
1: two whole people. Two
0: people. (laughs) That's it. Just don't hook up with these two people.
1: Yeah. I will just say about like what what was shot before the real real thing broke. I felt like there's so much gaslighting. And I know that we we're all kind of like that's a hot word, but that is what's happening in yes. the show. And it's happening so intensely that like I felt it. Like I felt confused and like bamboozled by the way people were talking about this as if it's an unreasonable request or as if there were like real consequences for this yeah so spoilers they they do make out in a very public way that I think was pretty disrespectful never mind how weird it turns out it actually
0: was yes (laughs) we'll get to that and Katie is understandably upset
1: yes and the consequence for this is that Katie is mad and doesn't really want to be friends with her ex after all and that's it Right. And everybody's acting like she has set some kind of like, like unmeetable bar for him to even exist. Like, everybody's like, oh no, like, w- like, Katie, you made these draconian rules and he's going to burst into flames if he doesn't fall. It's like, no, all that happens is she will be mad, exactly like she
0: said she would be. Yeah.
1: And that's what happens. And like, everyone or just the men? Sheena.
0: Oh, and Sheena, you're right. No, you're right, because Sheena and Katie have beef going back a long way.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. and I do think that Sheena, I honestly kind of forgot about that, that part of the season even for a minute, because yeah. I think Sheena did come out of this looking pretty good. Yeah. Out of the, the final Scandoval, but that storyline was a, not, was kind of a bad look. Yes, and while this is happening,
0: you have asshole Tom, Tom Sandoval. Yes,
1: okay, meanwhile, meanwhile over, over on the other Tom.
0: Yes, over on the other Tom, Tom has been in a relationship with this wonderful gem of a human being (laughs) named Ariana for the last nine years. Yes. And they are not married, but they own a house together. They have multiple pets. They're like trying to do some kind of like egg freezing fertilization. Yeah, there's an egg situation. There's an egg situation. Um, at one point, Tom goes in for some jizz analysis, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> which might be the funniest thing he's ever done. I'm here for a jizz test. <laughs> I'm here for my jizz analysis. <laughs> He starts to intimate towards the back half of the season that maybe there is some trouble in their relationship. And he's saying, I want things to be better between me and Ariana. Things aren't really working out, but like, I really want us to be better. That's what he keeps saying. He keeps
1: saying, I want us to be better. I want
0: us to be better. I want us to be happy. All of these things.
1: Because he buys... All the batteries. Guys, all the
0: batteries. There's so many things that we just need to set up right now to come back to later because here's what happened. Yes, okay. They filmed the whole season. Yep. They had let's call them standard fair storylines. Yep. None of this is that out of the ordinary yes. right now. However, basically the moment that the season premiered, it was revealed that Tom Sandoval had been cheating on Ariana, carrying on a long-lasting affair with Raquel. For seven months. Yes. Basically since August of the year prior.
1: So this is, so everything is uh, just, I, I feel like anyone listening to this will will know. But just to be clear, the storyline of the season was about whether Raquel is going to make out with Worm Tom at the cost of his friendship with his ex, but not really anything else. Yeah. Basically that entire time, or certainly for all the time since that mm-hmm. Uh, took place. That same woman had been fucking the other Tom, who wa- who was still in his relationship. Yes, that we have watched, or not me, <laughs> but that regular viewers of the show have have watched mm-hmm. be a thing. Yeah, for the last nine years.
0: Yeah, and it is worth noting that Worm Tom and Asshole Tom are one best friends. Yeah, two have each other's back always and three are business partners they own a bar together that they are trying to get off the ground the entire season it is not open at the beginning of the season it is not open at the end of the season it is currently open we have not been we probably will never go
1: there's a lot of negative reviews now
0: yes and the other other thing that's happening is that asshole tom has a cover band with a full horn section that he pays out of pocket to go live his rock star fantasy yeah that's a side project. Yeah, But it is worth go noting. Go check
1: out, yeah, if you if you came to this from TikTok, go, make sure that you go watch the professional drummer reviewing videos of Tom Sandoval, Tom Sandoval and, the, and the most extras. Yes. It, just search
0: that, it'll you'll find it. it. It will bring you joy. So all of this comes out right when the season premieres. 2 days after it comes out they film a new finale. Yeah. They cameras. had a finale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they yeah. film a new one. And it is, I said this on TikTok, I'll say it again, one of the best episodes of television I've seen in years. Y- not just yeah. reality television. Yeah. It is incredible.
1: It's, yes.
0: I have watched it twice and I feel like that's not enough.
1: Yes, we watched it and then the next day, watched we looked at each other and we were like, should we just watch it again? Yeah. Like, it's poetic justice Mm -hmm. it is great writing Mm -hmm. it is moving performance yes like hbo wishes like anything Mm -hmm. you would want from game of thrones that's what hbo money gets right is that you have you just can assume that there will be more seasons and so you can leave stuff to pay off Nine years later. Right. You can't, maybe not nine, but like six. Right. Like you can put stuff in the hopper, in the slow cooker, and just let it sit. Like when Daenerys like gets on that dragon, that shot was like so satisfying because Mm -hmm. it took so, it was seated so early and took so long to earn and then it felt so like arrived. Yes. That's this. Like, yeah, you can do that. You can spend all that money. -hmm. And then and then fuck it up anyway. Yes. (laughs) Or you can just leave the cameras on for nine years. (laughs) Yes. But you don't just leave them on. Like, it's really like Ariana's tour de force. (laughs) It
0: really is. (laughs) Like,
1: I don't want to say what I'm about to say because I know that a lot of people's critique of this genre and this cinematic universe, as you've called it, is that it's not real. And like, I think this was very much real. Yes. But also. I think that she is very good at her job, mm-hmm. and I think she was aware of how to deliver. Yes. Not just for Bravo's benefit, but for her own. Yes. <laughs> and 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 to hurt Tom.
0: Yes. And it is very clear that uh, some people become very inarticulate when they get angry, and some yes. people become very articulate when they get angry. Yes. And Ariana is definitely the latter.
1: Yes. She delivers a monologue at the beginning of this final episode that we're talking about that is like, okay, another thing that's exciting about reality TV is that it's like, if you wrote this monologue, people would say it was too much. But because she really said it to her real, yeah, her real life partner, it's like, well, it's not too much because it actually happened.
0: Right. (laughs) Yeah.
1: That's exciting. Yeah. That's an exciting use of the form and I think she was aware of that and I think she thought about what she was going to say and then she used her platform.
0: Yeah. And eviscerated him yeah. in the most satisfying way. Yeah. You could I said this on the internet a couple weeks ago, you could bring that monologue into an acting class and if you didn't tell people where it was from, you could use it without objection. Totally. I should circle back on something you said before. You referred to it as great writing, and I just want to be clear. The show is not pre-written. This is something that Ariana came up with basically off the dome. It's a combination of people saying amazing things and the editors being really good at putting stories together. Yes, yes. Not about people memorizing scripts. That is not what's going
1: no, on. No, 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 no. But, like, that is writing to me. Yes, of Like, course. what she did is writing to me, and what the editors did is writing to me. Yes. And they both... Just knocked it out of the park.
0: Yeah, the Bravo editors are the best in the biz and have. Oh been yeah, for years. it's
1: it's wild. It's like hard to watch. We tried to watch um Sister Wives because oh they God. were also having some drama that was like paying off from years ago, and I tried to um dip back in, and it just it's it it's just challenging because they don't have the uh production value.
0: Yeah, they don't have the production value. They don't have the. Editing eye, the people just aren't as dynamic. I think they're just less good at being on camera. Yes,
1: they have. They have not taken the last nine years to become great at a job that didn't exist before they made it up.
0: Right, exactly.
1: They've just been like, oh, I'll just keep living, and these cameras will be here. And I think that's something that has really shown, like the Vanderpump cast. I'm gonna say, especially the women watching those early seasons and then watching them now, like they have developed a, a craft. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's not one that existed before or one that most people would take seriously, but it is very much a craft.
0: Yes, I agree. I think the same is true of a lot of the Beverly Hills Housewives especially. Oh, yeah. Of being able to produce themselves while also be on television and be spontaneous and vulnerable.
1: Yes, totally.
0: And if you have listened to all of what we have said and thought, oh, well, now I don't need to watch the season. No. What we are telling you is that all of this information is what makes the season fun to watch.
1: Yes, this is why sometimes I don't care about spoil when people spoil things for me and then they feel terrible. Other people care, so you should try not to spoil things. But I just feel like it's always the journey, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, if that happens by accident, then it's like, well, then I watch with that knowledge, and I get a little bit of a different watching experience. And it's usually like, if my enjoyment of the thing depended on me knowing that, like the fucking sixth sense,
0: Mm-hmm. Then it wasn't very good, I don't think. Right. And I think it's it's interesting to listen to some of the cast members talk about watching the season back mm, because yes. truly Bravo has said they did not go back and recut most of the season. They did not know at the time they were filming that anything was happening between asshole Tom and Raquel, but there yeah, is They thought stuff-
1: they were filming the other drama, the other Tom and Raquel.
0: Right. But watching it back, there is just some stuff that is, like, chilling to watch. Yes. Just, like... Absolutely just batshit wild. Yes. Stuff that, like, an- if you leave Andy Cohen and Lisa Vanderpump speechless, yes. you have really done yes. something out of pocket.
1: Yes. Should we talk about the conversation that Raquel and Ariana have at the bar in the... F- fake finale. Yes. So this is this is the finale that they filmed before they knew what was up. Yes. And then they the cameras went back up months later, but yeah, so what yes. should have been the finale.
0: In this fake finale, Tom Sandoval and Raquel are already sleeping together yes. regularly as we will learn. Yes. And
1: they're wearing matching necklaces. They're
0: wearing matching necklaces that they at least one of them has bought on camera. Yes. And Ariana is at this party, I forget what the party is for. Is it Lisa's birthday? It doesn't matter what the party is, but everyone is there. I remember a cake being involved. Raquel goes up to her and specifically starts asking her about her sex life with Tom.
1: Yeah. And kind of suggests there's this there's this really like out of body moment. <laughs> Tom has said that they're not sleeping together anymore. And that's like one of his complaints about the relationship. That... Now sounds like it is not true,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but it does sound like they were having a little bit of kind of a moment of um, Ariana was a little less interested. Sure,
0: yeah. Uh, oh, we left out in a really important detail. Ariana and Raquel are best friends. Oh, yes.
1: Okay. Yes. Ariana
0: is the only person standing up for Raquel. Yes. In no. This is
1: important because Raquel already looks shitty for the business with Warm Yes. That isn't even anything. Mm-hmm. It's just one kiss by a poolside right but that everyone's like kind of pushing her for or against and katie worm tom's ex is like uh she's shady she is not to be trusted and the only person going to bat for raquel this entire time is ariana like no she's not like that she wouldn't do that like i trust her i trust tom that's not the kind of like she's not that kind of girl Right. And she's the whole time.
0: And because Ariana is a fucking class act, she's able to do that while preserving her friendship with Katie, with whom she is also really close and business partners with. Yes. I feel like every time they had a disagreement about that, even if they weren't on the same page, I feel like Katie was like, you know what? Like, yeah, that's like, fine. Yeah, like, I'm
1: glad she's a good friend to you. And right. Ariana would be like, yes, she is a good friend to me. Right. Exactly. Which looking back now is just like, ooh, like, okay, so here, so this good friend to her. Sidles up to her at the little outside bar. It mm-hmm. just slinks up like she slithers. Yes. Raquel has a lot of pageant trauma and sometimes when she is nervous this comes out as this very annoying kind of saccharine like baby talk almost. Yeah. Like she just gets really they they call her a Bambi-eyed bitch. She just gets really um very yeah. sexy baby? Yes, very sexy baby, just like she's just a really little sexy baby and like she doesn't know. Like, oh, but she doesn't know any I'm just better. a sexy baby. Um she's kind of deploying that, but in you know, you've seen pageants in that like measured way where pageants are like, I'm a grown up sexy baby. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like, don't worry, it's legal. <laughs> right, exactly. It's not a felony because I'm 23. Yes. <laughs> no, that is that is the vibe. Yeah. And she says to Ariana, don't you think that in a relationship you should like want to have sex?
0: Well, she is actively fucking Ariana's boyfriend. I
1: just, I just cannot believe that that took place. Yeah. I cannot believe That she said that. I can't believe she said it on camera. I can't believe... Part of this for me is just, like, even trying to wrap my head around how stupid Raquel is. Yes. And I don't... I'm really not trying to, like, come for her neck while she's down. But it's, like, she's so stupid. She just seems to lack... Like, she just has, like, an utter inability to predict how people are going to respond to the most broad Mm -hmm. of... strokes (laughs) yeah or like think about the future in any meaningful way it's like she can't even see and a lot of people pointed out that like the only time we really see any like sadness or emotion from her throughout this whole thing is when she talks about how she's aged out of pageants and part of that for me like watching her is like it looks like she didn't know that was going to happen like she see every time Mm. she starts crying about how she's aged out of the pageant world it's like she didn't know when she was twenty six that that was going to happen in two years, and when she was twenty seven that it was going to happen next year. And when right. she was, it's like, it's like it snuck up and slapped her in the face, and she's like, "Oh my god, like I can't do this thing anymore that I love." And it's the same thing with this affair. It's like, it's like she thought that she was going to get away with it. Yeah, and that, like, <laughs> or that, like people wouldn't be mad about it if yeah. they found out.
0: Yeah. Okay. So you you said a couple times that. Raquel is very stupid, and I think it's fair. It's worth mentioning that when we, you and I, talk about Bravo stuff off mic, we always talk about how truly stupid people on these shows are. Pretty rare,
1: like right, I yes. think.
0: I think the societal expectation is that everyone who's on the show is dumb because smart people don't do these shows. I think that's patently false. Yes,
1: absolutely, and I think especially because I've spent most of my time in uh, over in Housewives. I think there are real advantages to appearing stupid. Yes, for 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 women in that world, in mm-hmm. that situation, playing it your entire life as a bimbo comes with benefits. Not not for everyone, not in every scenario, but like I think I think there are a lot of people in the Bravo cinema, in the Andy Cohen cinematic universe, mm-hmm. that might appear stupid to the naked eye, to mm-hmm. the untrained eye. Yes. But most of them, you're correct, are not. Every once in a while. Yeah. A Kelly Dodd sneaks through.
0: Right, exactly. And it is even rarer to find someone who is stupid and sounds stupid. Right, yes. And then we have Raquel. Who is truly just seems to just lack all awareness that her actions have consequences. Yes. That people might have reactions other than what she's expecting. Yes. That something she did could be bad. Like she doesn't seem to think about it.
1: Yes. Yes. It's like, it's like the past and the future have never occurred to her. Mm -hmm. And like other people's interiority Mm -hmm. has never occurred to her. Like the fact that other people exist is not real to her. I mean, there's an amount I think that one could hang on the pageant stuff, but like, I don't know. I've met people who did pageants and they weren't stupid. She's like arrested. She's like, damn it. There's like, there's like f- folds in her brain that are not. I'm, I'm saying this now with like, like sympathy. Yeah. Like, there's something she missed. Some kind of like milestones yeah somehow
0: yeah or at a bare minimum what lala said after the reunion lala for reference one is very smart and two had tom and raquel pegged like from the jump yeah and three is very outspoken about how much she detests the two of them after all the reunion stuff she said you know there are some people who really should not be on reality television, and Raquel is one of those people. Yes. She should not be doing yes. this. Yes, something she's I like about right uh, so
1: Lala we have we have not mentioned because she's not directly involved with the drama, but she's been in the main cast for a long time, and she is like Sheena Shea, I think, very good a- at her job and very aware of w- the nature of what they're doing and mm-hmm. what her role in it is, and how to how to serve the piece. Mm-hmm. as a whole. Yeah. The format of reality TV has really shaped a generation of minds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like the combination of social media and like presenting yourself all the time and then also watching other people like a main form of entertainment being watching other people do that. Lala's good at that stuff. So, yeah, it's uh it carries weight with me that she is like this girl probably shouldn't be here. Yeah. She like it's almost like she like can't consent. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like she's like she's so unaware of the platform that she's on and the the soup that she's swimming in that it's like almost unfair to ask her to step into a role of herself the way that the rest of this cast is doing.
0: Yeah. And so what we have, this text that we have and the way that we as a, as a viewing public have experienced this text is not as a surprise twist ending, it's as a 15 hour shakespearean tragedy yes you know how it's going to end the whole time so everything that they thought was innocent that they have is just so heightened yes and it's just watching a slow mo car wreck but in a really fascinating way yes
1: and there's just like there's little things of like of like tom and ariana and raquel like all in the hot tub together Mm -hmm. like as as just the best of friends
0: Raquel and Ariana like crying together while glamping about how much they care about one another yes yeah
1: like when Ariana's dog dies Mm
0: -hmm. her dog
1: dies and we didn't know this about the timeline exactly until the end so we didn't but just like knowing that she was like going through things Mm -hmm. and her boyfriend was not really being there for her in a meaningful way but To her eye, Raquel was like, it seemed like how Ariana felt at the time was like, it seems clear that she, that she wanted a little more from Tom and that, but she also is like, but Raquel's really like come through for me when I'm having a tough time. Yeah. No, she's not. She's fucking your boyfriend.
0: And so I think this leads us really well to a question that I have, which is this show in particular among the Bravo shows is full of people cheating on their significant others with other people in the cast. It happens a lot. Yeah. As Andy Cohen pointed out at the reunion, pretty much no one in the cast's hands are clean except for Katie and Sheena. Yeah. That's basically it.
1: And the show started because Sheena
0: was uh, <laughs> a fucking Brandy Glanville's husband. Uh, without knowing that it was Brady Glanville's husband. Well. She knew he was married. She thought he was separate. That the story there is a yeah, story yeah, yeah, for another time. But,
1: it, but, they, but the, the show did kick off with her yes. being a mistress. This is a word that they sling around a lot like it really means something. I don't know. They seem very into using that word. But mm-hmm. that is part of what was supposed to be the hook of the show. But it seems like Sheena really like learned that lesson that mm-hmm. day and was like, it's not going to be me
0: yeah, ever again. I think that's true. So my question to you is, with that context, what do you think is going on that makes this so much worse and so much more compelling to watch? Hey, everyone. Anthony here. Just wanted to jump in really quick. Since these are real people and real events that we're talking about, I just wanted to be extra super clear we are not accusing anyone of anything criminal or legally actionable. We are just presenting our opinions based on what we have seen and what we have read of the behavior that we have seen from all parties involved here. So with that being said, let's get back to it.
1: I don't know. It's hard for me to answer because I did I did know a little bit at the beginning. I was aware of these relationships forming, and I never trusted Tom Sandoval.
0: Mm-hmm. Asshole Tom.
1: Yes. But then I did, you know, I mean, it's not, like not that I ever like was like, oh, he's a good guy or whatever. He convinced me that he was that it was different with her. Right. He wore me down, even like as a like a, you know, a non viewer and just like mm-hmm. like being around people who watched it all the time. It's like like I watched the season where they get together and I was like, OK, sure. What like TikTok on that same mm-hmm. as his last relationship and then it was not, for nine years, like, you yeah. really, I just really accepted their relationship as, like, like a bedrock of the show that I didn't really watch. <laughs> but, like, I was like, oh, no, that's, that's real. Like, whatever else kind of shifts on top of it or, what, or whatever, like, seasonal troubles they're mm-hmm. going through, like, I, I've accepted that this is real. That's one thing. The best friendiness. Mm-hmm is something also. Yes. And I think, frankly, just, like, the misdirection, like, the mm-hmm. fact that it's the same woman yeah. <laughs> who was, like, like this whole drama of Worm Tom, I don't think I would have been any more interested in that than no. any other, like, season of... And I do think that that is more similar to what past seasons yes have been. Mm-hmm. And I think just having that overlay, like, knowing how the card trick is going to be done. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like knowing where I'm supposed to look and then also like knowing what is up the sleeve of the show. It's pretty exciting.
0: It is. It does make it very compelling. And I think what makes it so... What makes Asshole Tom and Raquel's behavior so reprehensible is that it has come out in no uncertain terms that Asshole Tom and Ariana were in couples therapy for months. Yeah. And he kept saying... That he tried to break up with Ariana and like it it didn't happen. She said all these things that made him feel like he couldn't break up with her, that she has disputed. But something that she has pointed out, and she has been very forthcoming, way more than she needs to be. Yeah. But I do appreciate the amount of vulnerability and honesty that she has shown. Yes. And like, I understand that, you know, there are multiple sides to every story, but Look, even if half of what Ariana is saying is true, Tom is still a terrible person. Like, let's just say that. And I'm not going to get into who's right about what, where in the timeline. I don't care. Yeah. Because the fact of the matter is... It
1: doesn't matter. It doesn't matter.
0: But they were in couples therapy while Tom was like, I want to be better. I am going to therapy. Let's go to couples therapy. And apparently there were times in couples therapy... Where they would have conversations that were getting very heavy, that were getting very high stakes, and their therapist would say, this kind of seems like a breakup that's happening right now. Yeah. Is that what's happening? And at least one time, I believe multiple times, Tom backed off and was just like, oh, no, 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 it's not that. No, 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 yeah. Yeah. While he was actively trying to create his little parachute out of the relationship, it was being handed to him on a platter and he didn't take it. And because he's a fucking coward.
1: Yes. And saying to his mistress and his best friend that that's not what he's saying. Yeah. I think you're right that there's something really um, universal and like triggering Mm -hmm. (laughs) in these, the two Toms' behaviors. Mm-hmm. All the times. Yeah. I think really has like uh touched something familiar, awoken something mm-hmm. <laughs> for a lot of people watching. Yeah. That are like that's like, yes, I, I I I know that guy. Yeah. I know that guy and I've been I've been lied to that way. I've been I've been mishandled mm-hmm. in this way.
0: If you are in a situation where you are in a long term relationship and you develop feelings for another person. That is normal. It happens. It's unfortunate for the state of your relationship, but it does happen. You have a couple of choices for what to do. Yeah. You know, you can try to work on the relationship and make your relationship stronger. You can end that relationship and pursue another one. And I should say, I am not the kind of person who believes that it is morally reprehensible to— like, I don't think adultery by itself is morally reprehensible— I can understand why it happens. I can understand why carrying on an affair happens. What I can't understand is carrying on an affair for this long with the level of intensity that it was going on. Because it sounds like literally every available opportunity that they could and a bunch of times where they really shouldn't. Yes. And at the same time telling your partner that it is their fault that your relationship yes. isn't working and you, the Want person who is actively it cutting it off at the knees, wants to make it better. Yes. That's what I find so reprehensible.
1: Yeah, so, okay, so I I came into this recording studio today. Um, I had planned to uh, disclose my history. Sure. Because I think it's... <laughs> important context yes so i am i am that person i have been in that position i i i i was a cheater and i was a mistress at the same time sure i think an important similarity is that i i cheated on someone i was serious about mm-hmm. you know what i mean like i thought i was going to stay in that relationship for like maybe forever right so that's i don't know <laughs> we don't need to go into all the reasons why but i have i but i did do that um, and I think, I don't know if this has been really interesting to watch. Like sometimes I have, when everybody's like really coming down on them, I have these moments where I'm like, like when Sheena, there's a moment where Sheena is like crying to Tom Sandoval and she's like, I can't be your friend because you don't deserve friends. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ugh, like people who cheat still deserve friends. <laughs> yeah, but, 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 yes, yes, but it's so sometimes I feel like I look on them with a little bit like kinder eyes because I know how tricky mm-hmm. those situations can be. But then sometimes I feel like it looks even worse to me. Like sometimes I feel like I have even more like rancor for their mm-hmm. behavior because I know That it is possible. Well, first of all, I got away with it because I fucking wanted to not get caught. Right. And the fact how brazen they were and like, yeah, just like careless about getting caught who they got caught by like uh implicating tom schwartz in the whole thing like tom sandoval brought tom schwartz in very early yeah but did not give him full information like Mm -hmm. fed him the same lies he was feeding raquel about like how it was basically over with ariana and like Mm -hmm. he had told her that yeah and like just a lot of shit that was not what was going on actually in his relationship and it's just like i know that you don't have to do that
0: <laughs> right right
1: like there's just there's just so many layers of like cruelty yes that it's yes. like you 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 do not you don't have to do that i mean it's like i guess it's it's hard it's hard because i feel like i'm saying well sometimes when you do have to cheat <laughs> and i don't i'm not trying to like excuse Right that in the first place, it wasn't a good idea.
0: I do understand your point I think I understand your point because it seems like both of us are big believers and tell me if I'm wrong in Dan Savage's thing of like you do what you need to do to stay in the relationship and stay sane.
1: Yeah, I guess I just feel like things happen like people are messy and we're all gonna die someday and sometimes people do things. <laughs> yeah, people do things and make decisions that are not great. Right or not kind all the time, and like I personally think that the premium that we as a culture have put on cheating as like the worst possible thing that a person can do is a little high. I I think there are much worse things that you can do inside your relationship, mm-hmm. and I I just think there are worse things that people do to each other on a daily basis. Like I, I think mm-hmm. people are much worse than. Cheating, but I know that that's—it's that. It's also, like, I don't care that much because I'm not a sexually jealous person, so I know it's, like, it doesn't affect me the way that it—like, dishonesty sucks. Right. But I think abuse
0: sucks more. Right. And what Tom is doing is emotionally abusive yes. to everyone yes. around him. Yes. The most to Ariana, yes. but also to Worm Tom and yes. also to Raquel. Yes. It becomes clear over the course of the reunion, particularly in the last five minutes— where Raquel sits down and gives these revelations about the timeline and how intense the relationship became, how quickly it became. Because one of the things that they keep saying is, oh, we had a one night stand in August and then it didn't keep going again. It didn't start up again until January, which yes. I always thought was bullshit because I misunderstood the timeline. Um, okay,
1: but that, whatever, okay, I, so I am very bad at timelines generally. Like time just doesn't like that thing that people describe where they can't hear people's names when they introduce themselves and that's why they're bad at names and they can't remember them. That's how I feel about dates. I've never met a date that I couldn't forget that I already put something on. Sure. Like, so when they say like August, January, March, they're throwing out these months. I'm like, those happen every year. I don't know when the fuck you're talking about. (laughs) Like, so I, I never paid attention to the timeline, but I do know, but I pay attention to social cues. Yes. And, uh, emotional arcs. And I know that Tom Sandoval went to the goddamn mat over that timeline he did he showed up to that reunion like ready to take his lashes and i appreciated it and for uh, some of it i felt like he was conducting himself the best that he could given the givens up to that point
0: yes if you want to see three hours of someone just being fucking roasted to (laughs) death
1: yes so tom sandoval has has shown up he is giving unqualified apologies he looks like a fucking wreck.
0: Yeah, and like Andy he Cohen. Should. Andy Cohen has said multiple times that he was shaking throughout that entire reunion. Yes, he is a broken
1: the, man. Which is which that is, is Andy's what you words. need to do. Yes, if that's if this is the situation you're in. And you have to show up for that day and you know it's going to be on TV for three whole weeks. That's the only reasonable answer. And the fact, and it looked bad on Raquel, I think, that she was so uh, composed and unmoved by the whole thing. It was like, what the fuck? Like, none of this even matters to you. And he at least, he looked like it mattered. And that, I thought, was like, not redemptive, but like, opened the door for Mm -hmm. a a future of redemption, possibly. But Not with Ariana, but with others, perhaps. yes ariana can do whatever the fuck she wants yeah <laughs> for the rest of her life i don't give yeah, a shit <laughs> i agree but like to him being just not like the most hated man in america yes one thing that he pipes up about he's he's sitting there he's just he's just letting letting the 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 vitriol rain on him But one thing that he will not stand for is people poking holes in his timeline he is like no it was not that long. It was the one night stand. And then we put it to rest for a while. And like, that was a mistake and I shouldn't have done that, but I really tried to come back from it. And I tried to work on my relationship. I I mean, he's, he must've said that a half a dozen times. Yeah. Like it came up a bunch Mm -hmm. and he stuck to it. And when other people like James and Lala challenged it, that is the only time that he would ever kind of like puff, puff up and be like, no, you have it wrong.
0: And then, Raquel sits down six days later for an interview and she's like no 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 he was lying we were both lying
1: like like why at this point my guy like Mm -hmm. it's gone so far you have fallen so far and that the one thing that you were like that you were like no but it's not quite as bad as it no no Tom it wasn't even true it's all lies Mm -hmm. it's all just
0: a web of lies you did not go to your girlfriend's grandmother's funeral so you could stay in your house and fuck your mistress. Yes.
1: Ha! Huh! Yeah, just like, just you heard that right, dear yeah. reader. Yes. Ariana was at a funeral.
0: For her beloved grandma. Yes, a
1: close family member.
0: Mm-hmm. And Tom
1: did not go so he could fuck his mistress in her house that she paid for mm-hmm. with her money that she made being good at being a reality television star. Yes. Like... I just, I can't believe it. And it's like, it's that kind of thing that I'm like, I know, I I had an affair and I know you don't have to do that. Right. I know you can still go to your partner's family's funerals. Yes. I know you don't have to um dress up as your mistress for fucking Halloween. Yeah, that's right. And have your partner like help you make the costume. Like yeah. it's such a cute, flirty little joke. I don't know why that detail is like, so humiliating to me. I don't get exceptionally jealous over sex stuff, but I do get jealous over Halloween stuff. <laughs> like I like but it's just so like it's like like so if if we remove that the idea that sex is the is the most jealous thing mm-hmm. <laughs> that that's like the most hurtful thing yeah. that you could do in a relationship if we just like suspend that for a second, which is always true in my mind, the like sneakiness Of being like, I have this, I have this secret with another person. Mm -hmm. Like, you, my person, who I've promised is my favorite person. Yeah. Like, that I do get. Like, sex stuff, I'm like, whatever. But, like, if your person should be your favorite person. Mm -hmm. Like, if I'm your person, I should be your favorite person. Yeah. So, if you have that, and then you're like, like, sneakily, you have this other favorite person. And then you're like, I'm going to dress up as them. That little story really made my skin crawl. Yeah. It's just so unnecessary and so flagrant and so, like, mean. It just feels mean. It's like, why yeah. would you do that? You don't have to do that right. to have your little yaya's.
0: Right. And I think that, I don't want to diagnose anyone from afar, but I think that that was part of it for him was, like, how far yes. can he push yes, it absolutely. before he gets caught?
1: Yes, totally. When When he showed up to the reunion, I didn't think that about him, actually. Mm-hmm. Because he was so broken yes. by it. I thought that he was just an idiot. But after Raquel's last interview that we're kind of diving into now, I I now think that he was being like a, a psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that the, the examples of him being flagrant uh, uh, that we saw in the show were him being sloppy. And I still thought it was like unnecessary and disrespectful. And like, if you're going to have an affair, like at least keep a fucking lid on it like I still thought that but I thought it was just like exhaustion basically that Mm -hmm. led him to those Mm slip-ups and I now think that it I think it's what you're saying I think he was testing
0: yeah I mean why else would he bring Raquel home for Christmas to St. Louis instead of Ariana Yes.
1: yes there's no fucking explanation for that at all because it's it's going to go on the socials. Like, there's no way. Like, that's it's a whole city. It's an airport. She's got ID. You're on television. Right. Like
0: People will- have been clocking you in airports for yes. months since yes. all of this came out. You're not a subtle person.
1: Yes. He was pushing.
0: Yes, he absolutely was pushing. And it was very clear from Raquel's final interview that what she said was she was like, I am afraid to say this because I know that if I betray Tom, I have nobody. Yes. Because he is my only friend right now and that is a huge red flag yes listeners your partner should be your favorite person they should not be your only friend yes if they're your (laughs) only friend that is a capital p problem
1: and they should absolutely not be telling you Mm -hmm. that you need them (laughs) yeah they should not they should not be instructing you on how much you want to be with them or how yes. much you owe them. Yes. That's that's not a good situation. Also, yeah, sidebar,
0: if your partner needs to tell you how great they are, yeah. they're not great.
1: Yeah. So after the reunion was filmed, it leaked to the world that that the producers were holding people's contracts, the cast's contracts to sign up to do next year until the reunion had fully aired. Yeah. This is not a normal thing. Usually right after they film the reunion, they they ask people back or they don't. And it's kind of up to Bravo. Most people don't turn them down. It's kind of up to Bravo.
0: Right. And the lag between airing and filming or filming and airing is such that it's been about two months longer that they've had these contracts. Yes, And at this point, they start filming again in like three weeks.
1: Right. And also most of the reunion is filmed with everybody all together in the room. So the fact that they were like... I have never heard of that happening in all the Bravo I've ever watched. Mm -hmm. And, like, there have been reunions where, like, people have died. (laughs) Not at the reunion, but, like, fucking Russell Armstrong. Yes. Like, where they're discussing, like people's husbands killing themselves there have been reunions where uh like different sorts of uh domestic situations come out um drug
0: people go to physical blows
1: yeah drug problems Mm -hmm. alcohol problems like uh family shit like the fucking richards girls yeah have not talked to each other for months after shooting reunions on multiple occasions. Yes. And at no point has Bravo ever been like, we're holding your contracts until you watch this back because it's that heavy. Yeah. That's never happened that I've heard of. Mm-hmm. So the fact that that came out and it was something that like that Bravo was like actually being delicate over. I've never known Bravo to be delicate at all right. with their people. They're, mm-hmm. they're pretty rough Yeah, <laughs> on their cast members. So that was like, what the fuck could it be? That this and also like most of the reunion is filmed they're all together so like what secret could there be so where i'm going with this is that it was set up to be this like huge bomb that was going to be dropped and a lot of people were kind of disappointed that all it was all it was bunny ears was uh corrections in the timeline but to me it was actually that big a deal because it shifted the power balance like so significantly Mm -hmm. for me In terms of, like, what actually was going on between her and Tom Sandoval and how much he was taking advantage of her. Watching the fallout, Tom just seemed for a long time to be responding in a much more palatable way to all his own bad behavior. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: (laughs) Like, he seemed really sorry. Mm -hmm. Like, he showed up to things looking sorry. Yeah. And Raquel wasn't giving us that. No. She was so... Just stony the whole time, and we'd seen her weep over these pageants, and she couldn't muster a single tear for her best friend. Like, never mind. Like, like, wouldn't you cry with your best friend? If, uh, if, like, if this thing fell apart for nine years, like, wouldn't you? Like, wouldn't you be like a little more like a few emotional, like effusive? Yeah. Like, wouldn't you be like a little more engaged? Yeah. Let alone if it's your fucking fault. <laughs> yeah. Like, I just couldn't believe how icy she seemed, and I thought that made her look shitty like not in the deed but in the aftermath I thought she was coming off a lot shittier than him and then this last interview just kind of really like my guns turned back again in a really big way back onto Tom Sandoval and off Raquel because I just think she made him sound like such a creepster and she wasn't even trying
0: that yes that is the most telling thing is she didn't go there to be like I need to tell you something about Tom Right, she was she's just not like, accusing I, him of
1: anything. Yeah, she's she, just reporting faithfully her own experience, and she is not crafty enough. She yep. does not have the guile mm-hmm. to bury something. Like if this were Erica Jane, <laughs> mm-hmm. I'd be like, oh no, she did go there to sell him out. She's just doing it in a crafty way.
0: Right, like when she reveals that uh, Tom stayed back from Ariana's grandmother's reunion so that they could fuck at Tom's house funeral. But yes, what what did I say? Reunion. Funeral. Yeah. <laughs> it's sort of a reunion. It's just yeah, a sad yeah, yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When she revealed that, she led with this is the one thing that we agreed we needed to keep straight yeah. because it's so bad. Yeah. And she starts crying over it because she feels bad that she did that, but she also is worried about what's going to happen if she doesn't stick to the approved script.
1: Yes. Yes. And that the fact that she lacks the emotional intelligence to be sad for Ariana, and yet had tears for that, tells me that that it's like like okay, so on this the emotional scale of Raquel, like what we're looking at, she cries because she can't do pageants. Mm-hmm. She doesn't care that her best that she is never really going to get to talk to her best friend ever again. That's not an mm. emotional experience for her really. So crying over. This revelation, to me, means that her experience of Tom and the control that he has over her is closer to the pageants. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like mm-hmm. the loss of the pageants, the identity that that would strip away, the um lostness mm-hmm. of that. It was like clo- closer. Over, yeah. over there to that side
0: yeah well I think because the thing that I found most telling in the the real finale and then sort of the interstitial moments in the reunion when they were together just the two of them was she just had this vibe like we just need to get through this and then our fairy tale relationship can yes. begin in earnest
1: yes and Tom does not think that
0: no <laughs> <laughs> Tom it's is like, like it's
1: like tough to watch. Yeah. Because he is like, oh no, this thing is blown up. He's, he's not interested in her at all anymore.
0: I think that's true, yeah.
1: I think he is trying to pretend for an appropriate amount of time that his interest in her had anything to do with her. Yeah. And not with punishing Ariana for something that we don't know, of, something unseen.
0: Yeah. One thing that I, I had brought up a little while ago that I want to make sure we don't forget to talk about is... He really fucked over Tom Schwartz too. Yes. Like he he blew up Tom Schwartz's life yes. for no reason other than to keep people off of his own trail.
1: Yes. Okay. I do really want to talk about that, but I, I just want to flag because I'm not hearing as much chatter about it on the TikToks and things. The story she tells about them hooking up in Mexico. Yes. I found very troubling. She says that he, that, that the second time, okay, so there was the one night stand, whatever, and they did try to put it aside, but that didn't last nearly as long as Tom said it. It was only a matter of weeks or something, and then yeah. they were in Mexico.
0: With the and entire he, cast, Ariane and Tom share a hotel room.
1: Because they are together. <laughs> yes, exactly.
0: They are still very much together at this so,
1: point. So uh, Raquel tells the story of Tom being too drunk to find his own room that she she heard him outside her room being too loud and bothering employees of the hotel because he couldn't figure out which room was his room. So she just scooped him into her room so that he would leave the employees alone. And then they ended up fucking all night. Yeah. I call bullshit on that shit. You're telling me he doesn't remember. He can't read the numbers on the, like when people are drunk like that, and they're, like, not sure which stoop is theirs. And they're, like, peeing in rooms that aren't bathrooms. That They don't fuck all night. Right. <laughs> that's, not, that's not math. Right. And the fact that he just happened to get loud and belligerent in a way that he probably could know that she would think was inappropriate right outside her room. But he doesn't know where his room is. But he just happens to be right outside her room. It sounds to me... From her telling of it, with again, without accusing him of anything, she tells this, like, she's just come and clean about the timeline. It's got nothing to do with him mm-hmm. being shitty. But to me, that situation sounds very engineered. Like, I think he put her in a situation where she had incomplete information about mm-hmm. his intentions, and that's pretty creepy.
0: Yeah. I think it is telling about how much he seems to value her that, after that night cuz that was the first night they were in Mexico. He did not even make it 24 hours in Mexico. Yeah. He was pushing Raquel on Schwartz harder than he ever has. Yes. Yes. He was, he was, really was so really into engaged. them. And he that- was like, "Come on, man. Like who the fuck cares what Katie thinks? Like yes. Raquel's amazing. She's great." And they continued to sleep together while they were in Mexico, and he just engineered this Thing this kiss between Schwartz and Raquel, after they'd already boned in Mexico at least once, probably twice. Yes. And oh my god, I I, I can't knowing believe it. Even knowing, knowing that it would it ruin Schwartz's life. Yes. And like ruin a thing that Schwartz, even though he is a fucking noodle and like just a bowl of wet spaghetti masquerading as a person, he his intention was to try to maintain a friendship with his ex wife. Yes. That is what he wanted to do. Yes. And Tom blew that up, so that everyone would be paying attention as, to that yes, while he continued a, to fuck the as out. a
1: goddamn smoke screen. Yes, like what? Like, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm. It's staggering. Mm-hmm. It's staggering to yeah. me. Like the lengths that he went to, Tom Sandoval went to, and it's like for why? For what? Like, what did he get? It wasn't even like so he would end up with like a woman that he wanted. <laughs> Right, you know what I mean? Like I really just think it was like this very, and maybe that is what part of what is so attractive about this situation to outside eyeballs is that it 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 really feels like it's this masculine urge to self destruct. Mm-hmm. Like he just wants to ruin everything. <laughs> like that's what it looks like to me. Yeah. Is that he just wants to ruin his life enough that he'll fuck over his his partner, his best friend, his mistress, his mm-hmm. Boss Lisa Vanderpump. Yeah, <laughs> his boss Andy Cohen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, no, he kind of really did a solid for Andy Cohen, actually. Yeah, and I mean indirectly
0: for Lisa Vanderpump too. Yeah,
1: kind of for her, like brand you know, the role. ratings
0: of the premiere for season eleven are going to be through the roof. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah, it's amazing. It 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 boggles the mind. Yeah, it boggles my mind. And then in the real finale, the second finale that they filmed, when he accidentally calls her Ariana. Yeah. Even then. Oh my god. I just thought of this. Okay. That scene in the in the second finale where Sandoval and Raquel mm-hmm. hang out and he doesn't want to kiss her. Even then, he's strengthening his own bullshit timeline. Even then he like finds a way to talk about how like he was only into her because Schwartz was into her. Yeah. When really he only wanted Schwartz to be into her because he was already fucking her right and it's like like it's only for the cameras like because she knows good mm-hmm. goddamn well the, yeah. like so uh, yeah the fact that he finds a way to, to say to her like so so uh so, so soft and sweet like oh it just all started with because you were into Schwartz and I, I was talking to Schwartz and I was like dude you've been sleeping on Ariana and he calls her Ariana it's like it's it is the absolute worst yeah Like, ouch, you did that on camera, buddy. Mm -hmm. You did that on the cameras. Yeah.
0: That is a time where he was clearly hammered.
1: Yeah, he was wasted. They were both not in a good place that day, which makes sense.
0: I I wouldn't be either were I in their position. I wouldn't show up to my mistress's house on camera unless I was hammered either. No. Oh, my God.
1: Oh, my God. I want to say something else about Tom Schwartz. Sure. I do feel bad for him in this situation. I do. Mm -hmm. However... One time, Lindy West wrote mm-hmm. something that really stuck with me, where she was talking. She's talking about talking to men about how, whether they're doing enough. Right. She says that she asks this man, who is her friend, "Do you stick up for me?" And like when he's like, when he's like, "Well, what do I even have to do to like be a good feminist? Like, what do you even want from me?" She's like, "Do you stick up for me?" And she she says that even as she's saying it, it she feels like it's like so much like more. Like vulnerable and nervy than she even like thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like that's, like, I do feel bad for Tom Schwartz, but it's like, where were you? Where were you, bro? Like when he got married, Ariana and Katie have a business together. They're best friends. Yeah. And she stood on his side when he got married.
0: That's right. Yes. She, she was, was his I... fucking groomsman. That's right.
1: Tom Sandoval is the, he's the bad guy in this, but like, I don't think, and I know that Tom Schwartz has not, has cut off Tom Sandoval and is like trying to make amends for this. And that's not meaningless to me, but it just, it is this thing of like, of like any man will choose any man. (laughs) Like, like, it's just like, you can think that you're friends with a man, but you're not really like, as soon as another man needs something at your expense that they're not, they will not look out for you. They do not have your back. Men do not have your back,
0: mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: listeners. Yeah, and I, that to me is kind of really um, poignant and tragic about like that friendship lost. Yeah, is like one of one of the sadder parts of this to me.
0: Yeah, and it was one of the sadder parts of the real finale too. Yeah, when because Ariana and Schwartz sat down together, and Schwartz had the good sense to not be defensive at all. Yeah, he was just like. Yeah. That you don't want to be friends with me right now? I get it. That that sucks for me. Yeah. But I get it. And I'm not going to try to convince you otherwise. Yeah. And like Ariana to like to her credit, she showed a lot more poise than she needed to in that moment. She was like, "Look, you know we go back a long way. I really care about you, but if you're going to be friends with Sandoval, you just can't be friends with me." Yeah. And, you know, basically like call me when that changes.
1: Yeah, I'll be interested to see if and how that moves forward next season for sure
0: yeah because
1: ariana has said that she is not going to film with raquel at all but she has not said that about schwartz
0: yeah well it seems like schwartz has been doing some things that are like actually like not just being like oh i'm sorry but like on the anniversary of lala's dad's death he texted her and was like hey i know it's a tough day i just wanted to reach out and yeah you know and she was like, I legitimately appreciate that he did that. Yeah. Right. So like, that's good. But sure. you know, I, I've said it to you and I'll say it on here. Schwartz is a wet bowl of spaghetti and he's going to remain a wet bowl of spaghetti. Yeah. And he's, like you said, he's never going to stand up for no someone in the face of standing up uh, in the face of one of his bros. But... Yeah, totally.
1: I found him for a lot of the season, I found his noodliness more triggering personally than Sandoval's ass Holiness yeah. I mean but it's I a, I think those
0: yeah it's a conversation for another day but it's it's a different kind of bullshit behavior yeah that needs to be called out but like at this point by comparison it is yeah so small yeah potatoes. I, think, I think
1: yeah I think those scales have tipped yeah now
0: <laughs> exactly
1: we have not talked about the t-shirt thing
0: oh God that is true I'm
1: just I'm not sure that we can get out
0: of yeah. this without covering the t-shirt thing yeah so this is <laughs> this is something that I think is worth mentioning because literally every single person who I have seen this story recounted to has reacted the exact same way in the reunion is it okay if I do this one yeah take okay it away. so in the reunion in part three the question is posed to Tom Sandoval did you sleep with anyone else after you started sleeping with Raquel and he said no and Ariana was like well hang on You know who you kept sleeping with after you started sleeping with Raquel is me. Yeah. Which is a fair point because cheating is cheating on both people. Uh, Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you're doing shit like that. Well, and
1: like safety.
0: Right. Yes, exactly. (laughs) And his response without even missing a beat is he just goes, yeah, and she kept her t-shirt on. It was really hot. Woo! <laughs> the the like wave of shock. Ah! There was apparently an audible gasp from the crew that had to be edited out. <laughs> uh, I wish they'd kept it. I know.
1: So they do it has been known to me that Bravo does something called a round robin. Mm-hmm. When something shocking like this happens, they will hold the audio. Like people don't actually like wait in stunned silence usually like every like there would be a gasp. What? I imagine the whole cast. Mm -hmm. All the reactions that they had were immediate. But Bravo has the good sense to let things like that sit for a good second and a half. They just pause the audio. Just give us a little room tone. Yeah. And show a couple people's faces. So it's called a round robin because they'll go around and they'll just show you each person's reaction as if they happened in time order. But really, it's all the same moment. And it is Uh, palpable like just like each person's reaction is so strong to to that comment
0: I have seen like a lot of different like clips of straight men being told about this season of Vanderpump Rules and when they get to that moment even those like doodly doodly dudes are just like are like (laughs) you can't do you can't say that (laughs) No, no 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 yeah that was the wildest thing and then ariana immediately the day that it aired retweeted someone had made a t-shirt that's just a picture of ariana at eating a a grilled cheese and around it it just says fuck me in this (laughs) t-shirt
1: yeah i'm gonna buy that shirt if i can
0: yeah and you mentioned that since the reunion was filmed Every woman from Vanderpump Rules who has showed up on Watch What Happens Live has shown up in just an oversized t-shirt and, like, tights.
1: Yes. (laughs) Yeah. To be like, t-shirts are sexy. Yeah. But, like, what the fuck is your problem, dude? Like, that, like, it's just such a wild thing to say to me, even. It's so porny. Yeah. It's like, why is that bad? Right. That's why it's such a gasp moment is because the only reason that someone would think that is – because you think you're in porn. You think right. you're in porn. You That's like the only so explanation. Deeply
0: commodified this, yes, yes. This intimate moment. Yes. Yeah. That
1: you're like, it didn't it, it didn't look exactly like the porn that I watch, so it wasn't worth my time. So like I need I needed to cheat on her. Right. With this hot girl. Right. Because I didn't have enough access. I, yeah, yeah, it's just so, and then, and yeah, and then combined with this shit that Raquel said at the end, it's like, yeah, he's, yeah, 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 I, yeah, I have said there's uh, at the very beginning of the reunion, Lala, who um, is not involved in this, but is also going through a very messy divorce from an abusive man. Yes. With a man who is genuinely dangerous. She shows up first thing and she's like, he's dangerous
0: he tom sandoval is dangerous yes
1: and everybody else especially lisa vanderpump is like no no no, come on like he's a dick he fucked up but he's not. like don't say that don't sling that around right like the way white people get when you call them racist like oh right. my god that's the worst thing you could say like yeah but i to me the the bombshell of the third part uh, and um Raquel's final confessional is that Lala was not the timeline it's that Lala was right about Mm -hmm. that and that she wasn't she was seeing something familiar and not just like projecting her own shit right because it was so casual it was so like off the cuff yeah like he wasn't saying that just to hurt Ariana he was saying it because he
0: believes it right and who's the one person he apologized to for saying it Schwartz
1: yeah, that I didn't remember that, but it makes sense.
0: Cause Schwartz just fully booted down. Yeah. <laughs> he just like just fully dissociated, booted down, <laughs> and Tom all rubbed his back and was like, I'm sorry, dude. <sighs> it's
1: like Men are the worst.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Men are the, I really just almost threw a second pencil.
0: <laughs> it would have been fine. I have so many more.
1: Because men are men are just the fucking worst. They yes. just don't they don't think that women are people, most of them. Mm-hmm. Even when they're acting like they do. They they and they pretend. They pretend even to themselves sometimes.
0: Yeah, it's some real mask off shit that was happening. Yeah. This. Yes. Yes. Totally. So part of me feels like our questions don't really even apply to yeah, this. Yeah, no, I don't Like, obviously, I think that this is for, like, if you think you don't want to watch reality television, and you've listened to this whole episode, first of all, yes, you do. Secondly, uh, go watch this season. It's a a good season of a reality television show, even without the crazy drama at the end, but that added to it just makes it one of the best seasons of television I've ever seen. Yeah. It, it is so compelling and captivating. Yeah. Um, and I am very excited to see what season 11 is because I will definitely be watching season 11. And I went back and started watching from the beginning. I'm only a couple episodes in, but it is fucking wild to see what they are getting worked up about in the first season.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't think that I'm going to necessarily go... I know a lot of people who... Um, jumped in on this season are now going back for the whole thing. Like I tried more than once at the time. You know what I mean? Like I'm not, I'm just not sure that it's going to be for me, which is because it still is going to be like, just because this happened now doesn't mean that the other stuff is going to be any less petty. Right. When I watch it back, I saw a clip of uh, Stassi who you, you now know on something or other. And Stassi was recently fired for another thing. And she was saying on a podcast, she was like, I feel like I was wasted. Like, I really could have, like, done some good work this season.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. I think she could have. I think she could have, too. Yeah. Yeah. Considering how hard she went for Sheena in the first few episodes of season one, for shit that didn't even have anything to do with her. To do
1: with her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I understand why she was fired, and I think it was important for Bravo to take that step, but I would have been interested to see what she would have done with the season.
0: Yeah. So are you excited for season 11?
1: I am. I'm not sure that I'm excited for season 12, Sure. Well, I'm very excited to uh, go to Ariana and Katie's sandwich.
0: Spot. Oh yes, yeah. See, we live in LA, so it's very fun to be like, oh, we know where Schwartz and Sandy's is, that yeah. bar that they own. Yeah, we passed by it when we like um, when we were driving the other day.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm I'm just excited to see and the, like it's it's so like they're filming like now, right?
0: In like three weeks so they start soon, filming. So yeah. yeah,
1: i I'm I'm excited to see. I'm excited to see some of the dust settle on it. Like mm-hmm. Ariana was just so angry and it was honestly like kind of nice and and refreshing to Mm -hmm. see a heroine of a show sit in rage yes and righteousness yes like that and just like live in it and be like not comfortable but like entitled yeah that was kind of really nice but i am also i would like to know what is next for her i'm really i think we're all really rooting for her
0: Yes. Yeah, I agree. And one thing that Lala said after the reunion was she really appreciated how much she and James and Katie and Ariana bonded over just how deeply and viciously they roasted Sandoval and Raquel.
1: Oh, I wanted to say, I'll make this so fast. I just had this vision of like what their media training should have been, Mm -hmm. Sandoval and Raquel, going into that reunion. Like I was like, what would I do if I were in that situation? Because that kind of could have been. Right. I would watch every reunion of every Bravo show that there's ever been. And I would identify who was the villain of the season. And I would watch for any reunion where I felt like they came out even a little bit ahead, even even Mm -hmm. because usually it only gets worse for the villain of the season during the reunion.
0: Yeah.
1: But there's are some notable exceptions to that, including Lisa Vanderpump, whatever season that someone tells her that she sells stories to the radar or whatever. And she just like smacks it down. Like, I don't just like what anytime someone has succeeded at getting a foothold from being the bad guy and just like try to do that. Like, uh, you can't. I think, I think Tom Sandoval was going for too much sympathy. He wanted too much sympathy. And Raquel didn't want any at all because she doesn't know that other people have feelings. Right. And I think that's there is a way I've seen it done. There is a way to thread that needle of like, I'm not asking for anything right now, I'm just here to appear like someone that someone ever might want to be affiliated with at some point in the future. Right. That's my advice to you if you're ever in Tom Sandoval's situation. You, the listener.
0: Yeah. No, I I agree with that. Well, this concludes our discussion of Vanderpump Rules (laughs) Season 10, a show that has really catapulted itself into our personal curriculum from not being part of it at all. Yes. Yeah. Uh, And I would hope catapults itself into all of your curriculums too so where can they find you on tiktok
1: i am at trash analysis
0: and you can find me on tiktok at anxious archfay and you can find the show on the socials at sophisticate pod uh if you enjoyed the show please subscribe like leave a review uh leave a rating those all really help and uh we will be back soon we took a couple weeks off but we're going to be going back to a more regular production schedule uh and until then hope
1: that you found this
0: enlightening (laughs) yeah an enlightening and fun little diversion yeah um and until then that about does it here for us at i'm a sophisticate and so can you until next time good night and good luck